Good afternoon and welcome to By Faith, part two, Building by Faith. Building by Faith. faith. So before we get into the word of God today, I just want to quickly pray. I want to allow the Holy Spirit to to partner with us today, to guide us, to lead us into all truth. I'm praying that you will have ears to see, uh, sorry, eyes to see and a heart that is open to what the Spirit of the Lord wants to say today. Father, I just decree over this session right now, over this message right now, that your your Holy Spirit will bring about a quickening to the life of your people in the name of the Lord. We come humble, we come open, we come broken and contrite in spirit. We come like children saying, Lord, we want some manna today. Ah, We want some word. We need something for our lives today. Help us to build by faith. Lord, I want you to put a demand right now in your prayer, people of God. Put a demand on iron so that God will speak through his oracles, through his man and woman servant. Become of expectancy. God satisfies the hungry. Let there be a hunger in your spirit, a thirst in your spirit to hear, to eat and to drink and to be satisfied. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Wow, guys, I want to just say thank you for being here once again. This has been a phenomenal um, series. You know, my wife has done an excellent job with when she just came here and just breaking it down and just chopping up and just teaching us the word like in that first week and then even week two as well. Now on week three. I don't know about you guys, but I hope your faith is building. Come on. If your faith is building, hashtag builders in the comments. Put builders in the comments. Come on, y'all. Builders. 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 So you know what happened last week? We were ambitious. We were adventurous. We thought we could preach that whole that whole that notes whole <laughs> in one session, but it was not what to be. So we were trying to bring to you guys the distinctions of the of the word of God, i.e. the graphe, the logos and the rhema. We we just stayed a bit on the logos last week a bit. Mm. So more but, than a bit. Okay, yeah, more than so, you know, <laughs> no, yeah, it was necessary. necessary. It was necessary. Yeah. So I encourage you guys, like we're gonna build on that today. You know, if you know, make sure you watch last week and watch today's again. Allow this word to continually be in your spirit. So I'm I'm, I'm just gonna quickly let's do an overview on the graphe. The Logos and the Rhema. And the Holy Spirit encouraged me this morning. He said, Ayo, go slow. Take your time. Because you know me, I get excited sometimes, you know. And I want to make sure this word is, is sitting because it's a lot to take in. Mm. It's a lot to take in. So you, is a, there's an onus on you guys to, to hear what I'm saying, to soak it in and to come again. Mm. You understand? So mm-hmm. remember, in the Bible, yes, the Word of God, it's not in here right now, there are three words in the Greek for mm. the word Word, so knowing the word, the word because English is so limited. Yeah, there's a three different names in the Greek where we see the word in the Bible. Mm-hmm. The first one is graphe, and we see this in 2 Timothy 3 16. All scripture, your version might say, all God's word or word of God is given by inspiration of God. Hallelujah. Mm. Mm. And is profitable for doctrine. Yes, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. This word scripture in the Greek is 
Grafe um, in the in the in the in the in the purest context of Second Timothy three sixteen, he is referring as he's talking to Timothy in regards to the Torah, which are the holy scriptures of God. Okay, so in in graph, it, it, the word graph means written text, the scriptures, i.e., something scribed down. Remember, Moses went to the mountain and he scribed it down. You understand? Yeah. So that, that's what the Bible says in regards to the scriptures. Yeah. So that's script. That's graphe. Graphe, which is the word when used, are you saying? No, it's it's, it's the scriptures. Yeah, the scriptures. Yeah, yeah the word. The word. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry, guys. The word. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> the next word is logos, and we see this first introduced in John one one. Well, not first. That's, that's, that's a wrong statement to make. But this is where we get the foundation of the expression of what. It means when we call Jesus, who is the word? Logos. Mm. John 1, 1 says, in the beginning was the word. Let me not misquote this scripture, yeah? Let me just get it again. Sorry, guys, one minute. I just want to do it real justice today. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. The word of God deserves accuracy. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. That word means that word there, word, I hate this word, <laughs> means logos. And logos, traditionally speaking, in the strong concordance, you will see logos will say, it will say in strong concordance in the Greek, it will say the, the written word of God, i.e. the whole council of the Bible, which is true. But there is a dimension to the word logos that is just beyond the, the accounts of the word of God and speaks specifically to the personality of the person called Jesus. And John used a Greek word. Remember, he was living in, you know, in, in that culture at that time. And the, and the Greek word logos speaks about you know, the expression of thought. Um, it speaks about a saying or a statement. It speaks about, um, even more than that, it, 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 it was the reason. It was the beginning. It was, it, was the, it was the reason for all existence. It was the first things first. That's why he said in the beginning was the word. He, he said that, look, you guys are arguing over whether it was this way or that way. Well, guess what? This person, Jesus, mm -hmm. is Logos, mm -hmm. is God's logic, God's mind. Jesus is the embodiment, mm -hmm. which is another definition of Logos, the, the, the embodiment of a concept or idea. Mm -hmm. when, Jesus, when we want to understand God the Father, we look at the Son. Yeah. He is the physical manifestation or representation of the invisible God. Mm. Hallelujah. So uh, another variation of definition of Logos, yeah, is the revealed word of God, i.e. the Bible. Revealed, E.D., past tense, meaning that the people, i.e. the apostles, yeah, ripped down scriptures, inspired by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. That's why they authenticate as the word of God. They spoke about Jesus and what he actually said and, and, and his life and his teachings. That's why it's called Logos, yeah? Mm -hmm. So we see, um, and to back that up again, 2 Timothy 2.15 in the King James Version. I'm going slow and I'm going cool. So if I'm going too fast, tell me to slow down. Slow down. Hmm. <laughs> Study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman, come on, that needed not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. That statement, word of truth, that word there is logos mm -hmm. the bible was saying all of you ought to study this word mm -hmm. 
To show yourself approved unto God as somebody that should not be ashamed that doesn't know what God is saying in his word. Mm -hmm. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth. So once again, truth is not just a statement, a factual statement. Truth in, in even in Greek is reality. Yeah. And what happened when Jesus became flesh, Logos became flesh, Jesus Christ, is that we now got to see the reality of God. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah? Yeah. I want to do that Logos word just because it is loaded. So when the Bible says, rightly dividing the word of truth, when I'm reading this word, I'm reading Jesus, I'm reading him. Yeah. Because the writings are about him and of him, and even some of them are, are actual words. Mm, mm. Okay? The third, defin um, 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 the third, what, what can I call it? The third type of word in the Greek for word is rhema. It's rhema. It's rhema. Guys, before I go to Rhema, are you guys following me, yeah? Graphe, the scriptures, the written text. Logos, the, 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 the concept, the thought, the embodiment of God in, in the flesh, a man called Jesus. And also the revealed word of God, i.e. our New Testament, our Old Testament, the Bible. Mm. Hallelujah. And now we're going on to the Rhema. So let us know, put... put um, Following word, word, okay. Put word, word, word. In the word, 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 word. If you're following us, because I think that this is really, really, really. It's not even just weighty; it's rich. Yeah, it's rich. So just, just let us know. You know, we're taking this slow, just for you. We're taking it slow. There's no rush today. We no don't. If, if I only get through one page of notes, it's fine because your understanding is paramount. Yeah. yeah? You, in order to apply, you know, in order to see through, you need to understand. Yeah. Yeah. In all that getting, you're getting a word today, get understanding. Yeah. So we're taking our time. I ain't in a rush. You know, I'm not in no rush at all. Hallelujah. So well, what are they saying to us, baby they're girl? Word, word, word. Okay, word, I'm, li word. I'm, I'm liking the energy. Yeah. Following, we following, we following. Good, good, good. And if you guys have any any like confusion, whatever, please holler at us. Don't be those people that just go, I don't understand that. And they keep yeah. on, no, no, no. DM me, bro. Yeah, yeah, I'll say it, say yeah, it again. So, Rayma. Graphe, Logos, now we're going into the Rhema, my favourite one by the way guys. So, Rhema, mm. um, we got, I'm going to give two, two scripture references to it um, in regards to where we see the word Rhema. First one being um, Ephesians 6 verse 17, um, it says, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word, i.e. Rhema, of God. Another one is uh, Romans 10, verse 17, which speaks about faith cometh by hearing mm. and hearing the word of God. That word, word there is rhema. So what is rhema, Ion? How is it distinctly different from the logos and the graphe? Mm. Okay, I'm glad you asked me. In the Greek, rhema is that which is or has been uttered, my goodness, Ooh. by the living voice things spoken word any sound produced by the voice and having definitive oh sorry and definite meaning let me say it again in the greek rhema means that which is or has been uttered by the living voice mm. because the bible is the voice of god to you yeah, it's logos. It, it, it's the revealed. Yeah, it's what God has already said. Mm. 
That's good. Yeah. <laughs> the rhema now comes and takes what has been said, former, past, and brings it into the now, the present. Remember, guys, the Bible we're reading is old. Mm. Yet, look at it, but it's, it's affecting lives to this day yeah. because it holds power. Mm. And it's only powerful to the degree that you have faith in it, which I will get to later. My wonderful wife will get to later, yeah. which is what we've been saying yeah. for the last three weeks. Not just having faith, but having faith in God. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Distinction. Having faith of our, in and of ourselves is just a belief, but faith finds its power in the object of, its, uh, of it, which yeah. is God. God is the object of our faith. Of our His faith. word is the object of our faith. Yeah. Therefore, that's how we can experience all these things. I'm going to get ahead of myself. Yeah. Calm down. So, my bishop, Joseph Barado, said, Barado, sorry, Barado, Barado, Jesus, I'm putting his name, forgive me, sir. His book, which is not here right now, Principles of Faith on Amazon, he, he gave you the definition. Rhema is the word of God given for a specific application yeah. to a specific audience at a specific time. Mm -hmm. Oh, let me say it again. Rhema is the word of God given for a specific application, i.e. instruction, to a specific audience, i.e. you and me, at a specific time, right now. Mm. This is done by the Holy Spirit. Key element here, not your imagination, the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Not your random thoughts, the Holy Spirit. Not what you want him to say, but what he actually said. Mm. <laughs> Faith in the, in the rhema, therefore, is the ability for an individual to believe the word of God made relevant to them by the Holy Spirit for a specific context or circumstance. Yeah. Let me say that again. Faith in the rhema, therefore, is the ability for an individual to believe the word of God, which could be the Logos. You read in the actual Bible, yeah. <laughs> made relevant to you by the Holy Spirit, teacher of all things, revealer yeah. of truth, yeah. lead and guides you, yeah. hallelujah, yeah. for a specific context or circumstance. Yeah, that's good. Rhema is the Holy Ghost, making the Logos alive and active to an individual for the unique situation. So my definition, the AO definition is this. Rhema is the word coming alive in you. Yes. Whew. Baba Shaya. I want to give you an example so you guys can understand what I'm saying here. Yeah? I'm going to go slow. But if you guys are following me, type out following in the comments. If you guys are following right now, you're on the same way with me right now, just type out hashtag following. Following, following, following. Oh, you know, it's just really sweet, you know, I can't even lie to you. Oh, so Luke 5, 4 to 5. Yeah, Luke chapter 5, verses 4 to 5. Luke chapter 5, verses 4 to 5. It reads, when he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep. Let down your nets for a catch. Verse 5. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Mm. Nevertheless, at your word, quotations, Rhema, mm -hmm, I will let down the net. 
Verse 6, and when they had done this, this is verse 6, and when, my goodness, they had done this, obedience, come on, they caught a great number of fish and the net was breaking. Can you see something here? Jesus, the Logos, <laughs> says to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Rhema, mm. the living voice, the utterance, said mm. something. In the present moment, given instruction. Mm, mm. And because Jesus is the word, yeah. therefore what he says becomes rhema to you mm. in that moment of time. Yes. Yes. Yeah? Verse 5 says, he's that master. We've told all night and got nothing. Remember, Peter is a professional fisherman. He's not an amateur out here, brother. This is, his, mm. this is his living thing. But he came to a place of posture and he said, what you're saying to me, Raymer, don't make sense because I've been doing this all night, which is a clue. Most Raymers don't make sense to our current circumstances. All right, slow down now. Don't go into my word. <laughs> Stick to your notes. <laughs> His posture was, you're telling me, your master, you said this, even though I've been doing this, you know what? Because you're a master and I'm serving, nevertheless, at your word, Rhema, I will let on the nets. Mm. And he did what Jesus said. Yeah. And Jesus performed the, well, Peter <laughs> performed the miracle by the word of Jesus. Given to him, yeah. So Peter heard an instruction, Rhema from Christ, the Logos, who said, drop down your nets. Logos, Christ, being the um, um be, being be, being the teacher is expressing doctrine here. Mm. What do you what I mean by that, Ayo? The, the, the doctrine here is this Jesus can perform miracles. Yeah, yeah. That's the doctrine, that's the logo, that's the, that's what the word of God tells us. He can perform miracles. Yeah. But that's just, that's just what we know. Mm. We've read, that's this knowledge, that's his head. Mm. That's just, okay, that's just a concept, an idea. God can do this. Mm. Hmm. Mm. But when he releases a rhema, he's inviting you to see the manifestation of what has been written mm. Mm. or what has been taught. Mm. So I put down, Logos is for doctrine. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, because we need to be informed. We need an understanding of what it is that God's capable to do so that we can pray properly, so that we can mm. ask the right question, so that we can, you know, get steady, get an understanding, which now brings us to a people the Holy Spirit at any given moment in time will say, okay then, Ayo, okay then, Emmanuel, Sarah's over there. She, she's got a problem with her leg. Can you go over there and just, just say, hey, can I pray for you? Lay hands. Boom, that was a rhema. Mm. Emmanuel obeyed. Emmanuel laid hands. She got healed. Mm. Emmanuel only knew that he could that, that healing was available according to the doctrine that he understood from Christ that he could perform miracles, but it was through the obedience to the instruction, to the rhema, that he saw what he read, what he understood, come alive. Yeah. Hey, come alive. Come alive. These signs will follow those who believe. Mm. Come on. Guys, yeah, I see. I see the relationship between Logos and Rhema. Mm -hmm. The Logos is the foundation, is the doctrine, is the counsel, is the is, is where we get understanding. Mm. Yeah, but with Rhema words, we don't. It's not for understanding. It's for living. Mm. It's for active 
obedient it's, it's, it's for active faith it's for us to participate in what god has freely given to us which is to express you know the gifts that come from the spirit that come from god in us at any given moment of time mm. yeah so next week we'll go into a lot more detail on rhema i was touching on the, on the foundation field because there's there's levels to it 100 but i want you guys to understand so logos is for understanding Rhema is for obeying. Mm. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't obey the Logos. Obviously, the Logos will have instructions there in and of itself. But I'm trying to give you a, a present tense understanding of whereby the, the only way I'm able to obey a Rhema is because I've, I've, I've heard the Logos. Yeah, yeah. Or I understood yeah. the Logos. Or I have some sort of background with the Logos. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? I hope I'm, I'm, I'm making sense to you guys, yeah? So all of it is cohesive when you get a remnant for god it's not for you to understand it's for you to obey is what i'm just what i'm saying not for you to be like oh but god if i ask sarah and sarah goes who are you and they're like, no 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 that, that wasn't a, the, a rhema was for obedience a rhema is for living it does not require you to understand all that it said it requires you to do what it says yeah. john chapter 2 mary told the, the, the servants whatever he told you to do do it Jesus says, bring six pots and pour water into it. Jesus, I need wine. What are you doing with pots of clay and water? Don't worry about what I'm doing, fam. Just do what I said. He took the pots on the water and he poured it out and it became wine. Mm. Miracles, halabas suntaya, is reserved for the obedient. Mm. Mm. So it is going to be miracle march. It's only, only miracle much to the degree that you're obeying the rhema word of God. Sorry? No, it requires your obedience. Oh, say so yes, baby. Sorry. Yeah, no, it requires your obedience. And I think that, you know, everything that you're highlighting is so key in terms yes, of the foundation and the living. I like that. Like yeah. the, the obeying and the living. Come on. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I really, really, I really, should I go? Should I? Uh, yeah, literally. So, yeah, literally. So, so literally, guys. This is all cohesive. Graphe, Rhema, Logos, it's, co- it's, it's, it's all one. Mm. Okay, we're only giving distinction so you have greater understanding, mm. okay, of how to apply this to your life and, and into the riches of the glory of God because it's dimensional. Mm. So in one sense, doctrine, uh, sorry, Rhema is doctrine coming to life in a moment of time. Rhema is Logos coming alive in a moment of of time mm. yeah so we live by faith mm. come on we live by faith this is why you, the word of god has to be in you richly dwelling in you this is why you need a relationship with the holy spirit this is why you need to attune yourself to hear the voice of god how are you how, god is god is always talking to all of you guys so don't think you need to be a prophet to hear god no 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 in these last days i'll pour my spirit upon who baby all flesh sons and daughters servants whatever all of you have the ability to hear god because you have the word of god and god says that his sheep know my voice and they're following me um far as i'm concerned we're all sheep out here and he's the shepherd mm, mm. what needs to be emphasized is how do i discern 
Hmm. How that distinct? Hmm. The voice of God. You understand? Kind of thing. So, and this comes by way of practice. This comes by way of, of faith, the stepping out. This comes by way of actually being in the word, the logos, reading it, and actually asking the Holy Spirit, how do I apply this to my life? And that application is the rhema in motion because it's going it's gonna to inspire you. Hey, um, you need to go and forgive that person. You read that scripture, forgiveness. Uh, and you're like, rah, like, huh, I, I need to forgive um, um, and Billy. You know, Billy was doing me a bit. You know, it's, it's simple as that. That's rhema in, in motion. Mm. Yeah? So it works together. It works together. My mm. sweetheart, you can go through. No, yeah, I really want to expand on, you know, Luke chapter 5 um, and seeing Rhema in action and just really pull some things that we can really adapt to our everyday life, you know. I'm going to read the scripture from the top to the bottom, that particular moment. Um, and so Luke 5, 1, it says, so it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God, that he stood by the lake of Genseret and saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, mm. and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Mm -hmm. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have told all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, mm -hmm. at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. Yeah. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come out and help them. And they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink that was sinking when simon peter saw it he fell down at jesus's knees saying depart from me for i am a sinful man O lord for he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken and so also were james and john the sons of zebedee who were partners with simon and jesus said to simon do not be afraid from now on you will catch men so when they had brought their boats to land they forsook all and followed him mm. wow so powerful and powerful. so you know i really want to just really make this relevant to your life mm. today and how this can kind of like adapt and so here we find that they have been toiling all night peter said we've been toiling all night jesus has just come you know they've probably heard about jesus but they've jesus has said look let me get in your boat let me teach from off of the shore um <laughs> let me just get into your boat they allow him to and after he's finished doing what he's doing he says to them, you know, like, let down your net. Now, the important thing to highlight here from this, um, from, from this particular text and from this situation is that what Jesus was asking them to do was, was absurd. The reason being is, is because the reason why they fished at night is because fish came up higher, you know, in the night. So they would, they would, uh, they would come up higher on more shallower water at night right they would be more visible and much more easier to catch but then when it was in the day fish used to go much further out into the sea and much deeper also so it would have not been possible for them to catch well to them in their eyes it wasn't necessarily possible for them to have okay. an advantage of catching fish at that time teach us take us, take us deeper I like that right so like it, it was it so it was almost like you know that that's why Peter had the response that he had. He said, we've been toiling when fish are meant to be at the top anyway, and we've caught nothing. 
So why now in this situation where we're even more or less likely to catch fish, can you tell me to let down my net? More, less likely. It was less likely for them. But what does Peter say back to him? Peter says to him, Peter says to him, we've talked all night, but at your word, nevertheless, at your word, Jesus, I'm going to respond to this word that you're giving to me. It's almost like, you know what? All right, cool. Let me just go with what you're saying, mm. right? Let me go with what you're saying. And even this, I want to highlight that him even responding to the word was an act of his faith. It was an act of his trust and belief in Christ Okay. at that moment. So he wasn't just saying, okay, I'm going to do what you're doing, but he was saying that I'm going to trust and believe. Remember we said faith at its purest definition is trust and belief in something, in God, right? So basically what Peter was saying was, I'm going to come into agreement with you based Ooh. on my trust and my belief in you. Yeah. At your word, I will let down my left. At your word. So what? when he let down his net when he put down the net and he brought and it was to the point it was filling up the boat they were about to sink he had to pull his partners through and everybody else through right basically what this that what this was doing it revealed an aspect of hmm. jesus <laughs> he was no longer just a teacher okay like i just said he was a miracle worker oh this was impossible. This is, look, Peter has been in this game for how long? He's been in this hustle. So he knew how it went. So in that moment, there was an aspect of Jesus, i.e. an aspect of God that was being revealed. His divinity, who he was, his power was being revealed just through that miracle. Now, compared to other miracles, but that was a big miracle to Peter. Just because of the role, just because of the position, just because of his profession, basically, yeah. that was a miracle for him, mm. right? And so what I'm saying is, is that God is able to come into the most impossible situations, but he requires your trust and belief in him. That's good. He desires your response. If there was no response from Peter, there would be no miracle. Mm. There would be no abundance. Mm -hmm. There would be no fish. Mm -hmm. Right? And even that moment, it hit Peter so deeply that he confessed. He said that I am a sinful man. Hmm. I am a sin. Depart from me. I am a sinful man. That like what he experienced was supernatural. That's deep. I want to personalize it. That's deep. He because his response was that depart from me. Mm -hmm. Because he experienced divine power yeah. through his obedience and thought he was this is this power is this not worthy of it's not it's not even worthy for me to be like it transitioned from let me use your boat to teach in it to him being obedient to this rhema word and him experience Jesus. Come on. Can I just say the next level of your relationship with the Father comes through your response to the words that he gives you. Come on. There's levels to this. Come on. There's levels grow. to this. Come on. You can only grow through your obedience to what he says. You can only experience him to the height of your obedience to what he says. Come on, baby girl. 
And so now, you know, he's saying, depart from me, I am a sinful man. So not only has he been awakened to the, to, to the, I guess, the frame of who he is, you know, the unworthiness that he feels in, in the midst of divinity. Not only that, but he said, do not be afraid. From now on, you will catch men. Come on. So not only was Peter's response to the word an opening to miracles, but it was also an opening to who he actually was. Okay. To his calling and assignment Come on the earth. Come on. He said, yo, this is one level of your life, but I want to take you to the next level. Next level. Hashtag next There's level. There's an elevation I want to take you from. But that elevation could have not happened. If there was no response to the word. And so for some of us, the way I want to make this relevant to you today mm. is this. What is it that you have not responded to okay. that could be the key to not only a miracle, wow. but an opening to the next level and next dimension of your life? Come on. What is that? You're becoming. That's good. What is that? That's good, babe. It's not that you're not you're stuck. It's just that you haven't obeyed. It took it was a move of faith. Peter came with faith. He said, at your word. Some of us need to move by faith. Some of us just need to do what is being told for us to do so we can see God move. That's you good. can't know God as provider if you ain't willing to sacrifice. Amen. What he's telling you to do right now. Come on. What you have in your hand right now. Come on. And we're going to go on to Abraham. But I think that it's important to understand it. Because Abraham was able to bring forth his only son. This was a promise. And what does Hebrews say? Hebrews says that Abraham was willing to bring, to give Isaac knowing believing that God was able to raise him back up again. <laughs> I don't know if you want to go there today. Uh, I'm, I don't want to, I, I, I don't know, but I want to, I really want to make this, I really want to make this real, yeah. real for you. Yeah. Because I'm just like, yo, like, the, and, and not even, I'm not talking about the big things. I'm talking about the everyday things in our lives that God speaks to us. I was in prayer, right? I was in prayer. I was studying my word. I was doing what good Christians do, okay? I was there. I was like, yeah, let me study and do whatever I need to do. And the Lord dropped in my spirit as I began to just worship and pray. The Lord dropped in my spirit. I delight in you. Woo! And I was like, baby, I, come I, on. I, I was like, oh, okay. Um, so I was like, you know what? Let me Google uh, scriptures to do with I delight in you, God delighting in you. I went to Psalms eighteen nineteen. And I read that whole chapter of Psalms eighteen. And oh, babe, I was so washed. Oh, it was in that, was that yesterday. Yeah, that was oh, yeah. yesterday. I was so washed, but I was so moved by it. Yeah. I stopped all the usual things that I was doing, you know, reading the Bible, doing my systematic, logical thing of, you know, reading, praying through things or whatever. God interrupted a moment that was right, but he interrupted it with a rhema word. And with that word, I responded to it and I looked at the actual word and it spoke to me. And I felt such a healing. 
such a love, come on, such a power, come on, such a grace. So I'm not come even on. talking this Raymond logos. It, it, it doesn't just apply to the big miracles you want to see. No, I'm talking about the miracles in the mundane. Come on, because sometimes we, we make miracles seem so so so, so glamorous. Mm, mm. It's a miracle that we're alive today. Yeah, yeah. It's a miracle that God even lives inside of you. It's a miracle that you can even hear him. Mm, mm, mm. And, and it, as you were talking about, it, it, was just, it was just hitting me. Remember, guys, we live by faith. Mm, mm. Not that we live... It doesn't say we live by the words. <laughs> I'm getting controversial now. There are atheists who teach this word, if you didn't know. There are people in seminary that don't believe this word, that teach this word. Mm. So this, 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 is, this faith thing is beyond, oh, just what it, what it says. It's, 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 it, I, I get to live this mm -hmm. and live by it and experience it by faith, by actually actualizing the moment mm. in where God is speaking to me his word and practicing it. Because remember, mm. faith is active. Faith without works, without doing something, is dead. Yeah, yeah. So I would argue a lot of us, you know, uh, it, it, we're practicing dead works. We're just mm. we're doing the mundane of activity of just reading the Bible. It's it's, it's a chore. It's an activity. It's no longer a, a place of communion. Mm. It's no longer a place of fellowship. Mm. Susan had to be numb enough, open enough to stop what she was doing, which was right, but then had to go and and, and hear a word and 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 and. and and digest it and divulging it. And I would argue, babes, even though what you were doing was right and good, you're, you're studying, that word of delight in you probably did more for you than what you're studying yeah, would yeah, ever yeah. do. <clears throat> for sure. And you know, the beauty of, the beauty of, you know, highlighting <clears throat> Luke chapter five mm. is that it was at the word that, you know, Peter was able to, you know, gain abundance, mm. fullness. Mm. You know what I'm saying? There was a fruitfulness that yeah. came, let's say, out of the situation. Yeah. And even in that moment, as I was dialogue, dialoguing with the Lord in that moment when he said, I delight in you, and I began to read the scriptures and I felt the Holy Spirit on that Psalms 18, there was an abundance that was happening. There was, it, it was almost like life was happening inside of me. There was, a, there was an eruption that was happening inside of me. There was a washing that was happening inside of me. And I think that there's something to be said in terms of the abundance, the life. You know, that scripture, John 10, 10, where it speaks about, you know, that the enemy's come to kill still and destroy but mm. i have come so that you can have life more abundantly mm. when you look at the greek of that it's it's saying that it's like the the more of like he's come to give us some more there's a quality that god gives to us mm. there's, a, there's a life that god gives us not just a life in eternity mm. that's one aspect but there's a dimension here on earth that we are to experience with the mm. father that christ gives is through christ that mm. we are given that yeah. and so in that moment with the lord through my obedience i was able to experience the zoe life of what zoe come on the, you do you know that 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 abundance that fruitfulness it was what living. was out of that it was living it was it was a word that was now living in me that was cutting you know the scripture says in hebrews 4 like the word cutting you know piercing going deep dividing, down in yeah. dividing going down into the soul changing me so i can be fruitful and that, and that, that hebrews 4 12 the word of god is living to that word the word means rhema yeah yeah 
So yeah. it's the rhema word that is dividing soul and spirit. Yeah. Bone and marrow. Yeah. That's discerning your thoughts. Yeah. So at that moment in time, God saw you studying. Mm. Oh, look at my daughter studying my word. That's good. But she needs to hear this. Yeah. I yeah. delight in you. Yeah. I delight in you, Susan. I just want to remind you. Yeah. I delight in you. Yeah. I, I had the same moment two weeks ago. I was just praying, and the Holy Spirit say, "I, you are my beloved son, and I love you so much." It wrecked mm. me. Yeah. Because there was still a, and there's still a level of healing and restoration. God was saying, I, I need I you to deep, deep this love. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want you to go deep into Guys, I want, I want to give another example, babes, on, on this matter, what we're saying right now. Yeah. Matthew 4.4. 4. Because essentially what you're saying with the rhema, baby girl, is that the rhema is the, the now preceding word of God. Is what yeah. is God saying to you right now, presently, in this yeah. moment in time. Yeah. It's very time sensitive in, reg in regards of that it's being said right now i mm. right i seen right now yeah? yeah yeah okay cool so matthew 4 verses 4. oh i'm feel so watching encouraged right now mm. matthew 4 verses 4. i'm gonna give it in three versions that's supposed to get a really meat of it mm. jesus answered it is written man shall not live on bread alone mm. But on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Mm, mm. NIV. Let me read it in NCV. Jesus answered, it is written in the scriptures. Mm. A person lives not on bread alone, but by everything God says. Mm. All right. Last one, ASV. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, mm. but by every word mm. that proceeded out of the mouth of God. All right, what's the big deal here, Aya? This, 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 this is the most beautiful scripture when it comes to what we're talking about, babes, yeah. in the Guarfe, Logos, and the Rhema. Mm. Well, why do I say that? Jesus answered, Jesus is the Logos. Mm. Jesus said in his own mouth, it is written, mm. Guarfe. <laughs> you follow me here? The Guarfe says, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth, yeah. <laughs> that word there is Rhema, mm. out of the mouth of God. Mm. Wow. Wow. Okay. Mm. I'm being tempted right now by this enemy. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Okay. I know what the word of God says. Mm. It is written. Mm. Man can't live by bread alone. Mm. The enemy is telling me, make bread out of these stones. No, 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 no. The, the, the God didn't tell me to do that right now. Mm. I've got to live by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Mm. God is telling me to resist you right now. Mm. So, are you seeing the power of what Jesus spoke is rhema because Jesus is logos. Mm. And Jesus had to refer to the graphe, which was the written text, to, to, to not even get a rhema and now be able to apply it at that present moment That's in time. Good. That's good. So the graphe informs you the Logos is the embodification of the information and the Rhema brings it into a living expression. Mm. We live by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. You see what's interesting here, baby girl, mm. is, that, is that man can't live by bread alone. It, bread is, is symbolic of word. Mm. Bread of life. Mm. The word of God is, is bread, right? Mm. Is Jesus is the living bread, right? Mm. But look at the tense here. Can't live by bread alone. Mm. 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 
It is not just the logos. What did I say to you, Ayo? Mm. That's where the living aspect comes out of it because God has said many things. But out of the many things he has said in the word of God, what do I need to apply right now for this situation? Mm. Uh, study yourself to search and approve. Being able to rightly divide the word of God. You're able to know when to use the word for a particular moment. Rightly dividing. Hallelujah. Mm. Rightly dividing. Come on, people of God. Mm. Your ability to study, to show yourself approved, mm. rightly divide the word of God, allows the Holy Spirit to pick up that word, Logos, and bring it into a present time, Rhema, and allow you to apply it and to see fruit. Could it be we're applying wrong scriptures and not seeing right fruit? Mm. Mm. Could it be we don't know what the Logos even said to apply anything? Yeah. You know what I've learned? God, and I've learned now in my latter years, I was envious of, of people like my wife and other people who are really prophetic here yeah, and whatnot. And they would just always come and be like, oh yeah, God said the word. I didn't hear God like that. My journey was this. I, I, I became a student of the word. Mm. For many years, and, I, and it was my prayer, God, I want to hear you. And you know, God was speaking to me, but I, I, I was treating it as if like, I wasn't hearing like they were hearing. I was comparing myself, yeah? Mm. Okay, so what, what am I saying is because I spent years of, of knowing this Logos, knowing this word, knowing this graphe, yeah? Mm. And, and, and what it began to do to me, as I began to develop a relationship with the Holy Spirit, uh, in fact, let me get real honest, when I started to stop just reading and knowing what it says and, and, and allow the promptings that came out of it to do stuff, and now I started to experience hearing God. Mm. the transition happened when what God had already um, um, what I already stored in my heart by way of knowing the, the logos reading it meditating upon it mm. memorizing it the Holy Spirit was able to take what was given to me and, and was able to now show me what I can do so you know the specific I have towards the logos logos is like capacity mm. and then raiment is like capability mm. So to the degree of how much logos I have in me is the arsenal by which yeah. the Holy Spirit can now pick up things. Yeah. Because remember, you're able to discern his voice by knowing his word. word. Yeah. So some, that's why every raiment you have must have a, a, a scripture accompanied by it. Mm. And that's why logos is foundational. Whoever um, hears my word and does them is like a man who builds his house on a rock and dug deep. When you allow the, the, the logos to be your foundation, to be your to be the very thing you stand upon, you you're not able to judge and to discern and to and to apply the rhema when it comes because it will always be birthed out of the logos, the foundation. Yeah. yeah. Are you guys following me here? Mm -hmm. This scripture, Matthew 4, 4, 4, is a perfect scenario where we see Graphe and Logos and Rhema in synergy. Yeah, yeah. In synergy. Man can't live by bread alone. Yeah. Man can't just live by doctrine alone. Yeah. That doctrine, if it's going to be effective in your life, if it's going to be sound doctrine, it's got to be coincidence with your day-to-day -day mm. living. Mm. Application. I tell my men every Monday, you will never grow beyond what you do not apply. Yeah. Say the same thing to the woman. You will never grow. Because when she says level up, next level, she's talking about growth. Increase. Increase. Fruitfulness. Abide in me and I in you. From apart from me. Come on, Logos. You can't, you can't do nothing. The doing comes from the abiding, and in the abiding, the logos unveils the rhema. You know, and and you know, I really want to speak to this because this is this is on my heart. But you know, and we're going into prayer and fasting uh, from tomorrow. But 
you know, I remember the Lord led me to in um, a time of deep prayer and fasting last year. And um, it was for three days. It was an intense prayer and fast. And I remember like on day two, babe, mm. I was like, right, enough. What, what's the point of me doing this fast? Because I ain't feeling nothing. <laughs> I don't sense nothing. I'm praying. It's all nice and all of that. But I don't feel anything. So the Holy Spirit said to me, worship. Hey. So I worship. Rayma. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to just worship. I'm just going to, you know, just lift up the Lord. And as I was worshiping. Yes, sweetheart. The Lord said to me, he brought the scripture to mind. Uh, my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Yeah. And in that moment, I was so rocked. Like, wow. I was so touched by it. Like, wow. so broken wow. by it. Like, it was almost like it was God's affirmation saying, mm. well done. Mm. well done I, I brought you on this journey to be so sensitive to me to hear well done yeah. but through the word you know and, and I want to encourage someone right now you know as you're hearing us I really want to implore you I really want to encourage you to get into the word to feast on the that's, word that's, that's, even, what that's what I'm hearing even, yeah. even through you know the time of prayer and fasting Come on. you may feel like it's a bit redundant but some of you guys I just pick up so strongly yeah. you don't open your word like yeah. you're not chewing on it you're not divulging on it yes there's a time like listen there is a time to do the tongues and to pray and to do all of that mm. but there's something about when you consume the word like yeah. it, the scripture says in Jeremiah I believe I read it last year you know I ate your word, you Come know, on. I allowed the word. We spoke about Psalms 119, I believe verses 50, it says, you know, your 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 word brings entrance of light, you yeah. know, like it's understanding. I, understanding. I need you to get into the what you don't have enough word in you. You don't mm. have you it's not in you enough, it's not rich in you. And some of your healing, your deliverance, your breakthrough is not on the premise of who prayed for you hey come on it's on the premise of the obedience that you have upon this word your expression of faith come on say it in come your day-to-day -day life that's what i'm trying to say to you your day-to-day -day life your ability that if you lose your job tomorrow come on baby you can make reference to what god said to you in secret mm. and what he has promised in his word come on because it's in you it's rich in you come on and for some of us, we need to turn down some things. Yeah. You know, day and night, you need to be meditating on the word. Come on. You know what? Instead of scrolling on Instagram, I'm going to cut off my phone yeah. and I'm going to get into the word. Come on. Whether it's just one chapter a day, one chapter at night, one chapter in the morning, Come right? On. I'm getting into the word. You know, babe, like, I feel and I believe yeah, that my yeah. ability, the reason why I stand up until this day, even when we went through the church hurt situation. Yeah, baby. Yeah. I, when I first got saved, I just did, I, I don't even know. Someone just advised me to keep reading the Bible. So I just read the Bible, right? On my lunch breaks, right? I remember when I was working in Marks and Spencer's, right? I would pull out my pink T.D. Jakes, Woman Thou Art Loose Bible in the staff room. I'd just be reading it, right? I'll just be read. I'll just read. It's not even that I was having like, you know, anything, it, it wasn't, it, it was just usual reading that I was doing, right? Mm -hmm. I read that Bible back to front. I don't even, I can't tell you countless times, right? But when in that season, when we're going through that pain and that hurt that we endured with church, 
it was the word that was coming back to me. That's how the Lord would minister to me. He would give me a word, like, but he would, he would, I would have reference to it. Yeah. If, if anything, you know what happens in the rhema, yeah? Is it a damage to rhema? Because remember, before I said sometimes rhema doesn't need to be understood, but sometimes rhema brings an understanding to what you thought you knew. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like God has breathed on it. Mm. It's like God just took it. Said, that, that word you, you read two years ago is for now. Yeah, yeah. Come on, let's be honest, because some of us are Bible, are Bible heads, uh, Bible nerds, hey? we, know, we know the scripture says. And some of us are too prophetic heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's let let's let's be real, right? Let's 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 be all the way real, okay? Like I and I honor the prophetic. Don't get don't get it twisted, right? But let me tell you something. I was I was prophetic heavy when before our church hurt, and it was the first thing that I was willing to disown. <laughs> like when the church hurt, but I say it to say that you know I think that there is an aspect of God that we need to experience through the Word that when the scripture says in Psalms 1 where it says the the man that meditates on the Lord day and night is like a tree that is planted his roots grow down deep the only way your roots can grow down deep is through your meditation is through your 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 consumption and even that babes in itself yeah is prophetic because yes. the rooting of that the, the becoming a tree remember the word of God is a seed and so if if, 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 if if he's like a tree that is planted, yeah. it meant that the words were so much constructed in him that he was rooted and grounded in his understanding of yeah. what it actually says. Yeah. And that in nature yeah. is prophetic. Remember, prophetic in, 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 in his purest sense is God speaking. Inspired, yeah. yeah, it's God, God speaking to us. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. So I need y'all. Come on. Don't spookify prophetic. And if we, and if we call ourselves prophetic let it be that we've seen actual fruit from what it is that we believe god said to us and the powerful thing about the scripture not only in psalms 1 but in jeremiah 17 it says that uh like he that trusts let me even read it because i think it's quite it's 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 a um so Jeremiah he, he seventeen. Who in the Lord, he who trusts in the Lord, and whose hope is the Lord, his, whose hope is in the Lord. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, and whose hope is it. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river, and will not fear when he comes. But its leaf will be green, and will not be anxious in the year of doubt, drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. My God. And so it's that aspect, again, it's that analogy, it's that contrast between like us, us consuming the word, us putting our trust and belief in the Lord. And as a result, us being able to withstand any season that we find ourselves in. That's good. That's powerful. In and out of season, you're able to bear fruit. You're able to be healthy. You're able to be vibrant. Again, interlinking it to John 15, abide in me and I in you without me. You know, you can do nothing. You know, you're able to bear fruit constantly because you're rooted, you're abiding, you're embedded deeply in this word. Powerful. Graves? Pa ha 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 wa ha fo. I know if you're if you're being blessed, people of God, I need you to I need you to be shouting in the comments, fam. <laughs> I don't know what to say, but fam, hashtag fam, brethren, brethren. You know what's deep about that scripture, Jeremiah seventeen? Yeah, mm-hmm. I was just reading it again, and like the next verse talks about the heart is deceitful above all things. Yeah, yeah. Who can know it? Yeah. I the Lord search the heart and the mind. Yeah. To reward each person according to their conduct. Yeah. So the word of God, as we know it through the parable. 
when the word of God is spoken, it's like seed that's fallen upon mm. hearts. Mm. And there are different types of hearts. I'm not going to head ahead of myself, but we're going to go a bit deeper in the future. But once again, week number one, what's your posture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you open to hear from... See, because I must know this Logos. And are ignoring or, 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 or desensitized to the rhema. Yeah. Because yeah. the posture of our hearts is just not open. It's not humble. We're not children. We're not childlike. We're Pharisees and Sadducees. Mm. who have nullified the word of God yeah. by way of tradition. Yeah. Yeah. And have an issue with Jesus seeing tax collectors and prostitutes and, and sinners having great faith. Mm. Mm. <laughs> religious people having great faith, experiencing the power of God, but us that know the word of God have nullified it. Mm. Mm. What do you call them? He said outside their whitewash tombs mm. they look clean but they're dead mm. this is why james had to really echo to us faith without works is dead when you hear god say something it will have something for you to do with it because mm. i was speaking i'm just like raw it's application that's what it is it's you, you've been invited into an adventure into an experience mm. Mm. Like, like, like it's, 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 it's the posture of your heart. We believe in our hearts. We confess. It. Like when God speaks, are we open? Are we broken and contrite? Do we come like children who believe? You know, children have implicit trust. If Dad said this, they believe Dad. Yeah. But you know what's happened to us? We've grown to become adults, <laughs> and and trauma and life experiences are, are now causing us to question and question God. I don't think we can't question him because the Bible is leading for But when it comes to him speaking to you and giving you an instruction direction, that ain't the time for why. Mm. It's the time for yes. It, it, it's like it's like it's like Mary who's engaged and being told I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna be pregnant. Hello, that that that's not right, Jesus. Mm. But nevertheless, let it be unto me. According to thy word, Rhema. Yeah, yeah. So essentially, let's bring it to a Newfoundland context. Believe, become, behold. Mm. Mary had to believe, and her belief was active. Therefore, because she obeyed the Rhema, it initiated her becoming. And through her becoming, behold, she bore the Son. Jesus Christ, who taketh away the sins of the world. Can I announce to the people of God today that there is a Logos, your Bible, that is waiting to hear from you today. Come on. And there is the Holy Ghost who's waiting to speak to you upon what you hear today. And there is you. There is the new you. There is a new name. There is the, the, there is the, there is the Sarah in Christ, a new creation that is asking you to discard the old man, to deny yourself and to take my word and to apply it and to follow me is it god when we get into the word of god what is happening is god is chipping away the old man mm. god is saying discard this and put on this god's saying no you are like this but now you're this mm. god is, is inviting you into an understanding of a revelation of who you are yeah yeah. That's why Peter can, can 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 in a moment when God says, Who do you say that I am? Mm. And by way of inspiration from the Holy Ghost, yeah. you, he said that you are Christ, the Son Living God. By the, the degree he was able to accurately define Christ, who mm. he was, God was able to reveal who he was. Simon, your name shall be Peter. Mm. 
Mm. Guys, there's something that happens when you engage with the Logos, when you engage with the man called Jesus. He is not a numb God. He is not a deaf God. He is not, he's not a God that is mute. He wants to speak He wants to speak to you. He wants to commune. He, he wants, wants to, to commune. Come on. Yeah. And you know, I, I, I really, really feel so strongly yeah. that, you know, there is some of us that just simply need to just acknowledge the word you need to just honor the word and honoring the word could look in various ways like we said the on we're honoring you know the 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 written word you know uh we're honoring that by responding to it you know i honor this word and i'm gonna do what it says yeah I'm going to do what it says. Yeah. I'm going to put off the old man. I'm going to make every effort to put off the old man and retrieve the new through the knowledge Come of on. him, through the knowledge of God, so I can be made and found in the image of Christ. And some of us need to not, not only honor that word, not the, only the written word, but the rhema that may come, mm. you know, through in your quiet time or mm. through prophetic words or mm. through instruction, through mm. wise counsel. Come on. Frame a word upon your life so that there can be a revealing, so that there can be an elevation. I'm telling you, we we didn't get to touch on it, but I'm just going to touch ever so quickly on it. That (laughs) Abraham, Abraham, (laughs) Abraham, if you look from Genesis chapter 12, Genesis chapter 12, all the way to, I believe, Genesis chapter 20, right? Mm -hmm. When you look at the life of Abraham, Abraham did not know about Isaac until Genesis chapter 14, I believe. Hmm. The promise. Hmm. That was a reveal. But one thing that I can I can really see with the life of Abraham is this mm. that each time he honored the word of God, when God said from Genesis chapter 12, when he said to him, Get up from here mm-hmm. and move to here, mm-hmm. he when he moved and he honored that word, mm. then God uh, revealed one aspect of his life. He said, Look, let me take you outside, let me show you. I'm gonna give your descendants this land. I'm wow. gonna open this up for you. He moved him from there once him and Lot had separated. He revealed clarity again. There was a new level now. He said, I'm going to make you a father of nations. Again, when he told him to move from one place or two, when he asked, when he honored, sorry, Machildedek, right? He gave his offering. He gave an offering, a tenth of what he had, and he disapproved what king, the king had tried to give to him at that point. The next chapter, you see that God honored him and opened him up again and said, look, there is a son that is going to come from your loins changed his name as well changed his name <laughs> next level they come and they they, aim, they they come and they visit the home there was another time he said around this time next year every time there was a level of obedience and honor to the word that was given and mm. remember back then they didn't have anything necessarily re- like we have things that we can refer back to, right? I believe they had did what did they didn't, uh, have, they didn't, have, have, anything. didn't have anything? But he, they he, had he, stories. He, he, he had a voice. Yeah, he had st- <laughs> and they had stories, obviously, right? But what I'm saying is, is that there was an honor, there was an obedience that he put. He put a demand on that word by responding to the word mm. by faith. 
Mm, by faith. By faith. By and faith. what I'm saying to you, if you really want to exercise faith in this season, if you really want to see an opening in your life, if you really want to see elevation in your life, if you really want to hear Come receive on. clarity concerning your life, yeah. when if you really want to hear uh, strategy and plans for your life, go back to what God said. How have you honored the words that He gave to you in the beginning? Come At on. the beginning of the year, how have you honored counsel and instruction? In your life, have you done it on your own accord? Are you doing it in your own time? Raymond is tentative. It's now. The time is now. Hey, how are you honoring mm -hmm. what has been spoken to you? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so, I just want to really encourage you yeah. in this season. Read this word, chew this word, Come on. but respond to the word. Respond to the words. Go back to prophetic words. There was that usually with a prophetic word, there's an instruction, especially if you're All in the, the house of A and T. Yeah. We're gonna give you a scripture and, a, and an instruction that goes with that prophetic word. Come on. And so I want to encourage you to go back. Go back. Ooh, that's, that's that's the rhema right there. Go back. Go back. What's the last thing God told you to do? Go back. Are you still go doing back it? to your journal. <laughs> Oh, yeah, go man. through journaling with God, history with God. Go back, read. What did God say? You're searching for a new word. You're searching for new clarity. You're searching for new plans. You're searching for something new. When really the answer is in what was said. Go back. The, the newest thing God ever ever has done and is doing is what He has already done. Mm. That, I hope that went over your head, but I hope it didn't go over your head. Because the new thing, baby girl, is in the doing of the word. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I said sometimes we, we lust rather than love. We're eager for something next. Yeah. Rather than being faithful to what has been already been given. Yeah. Faithful over little things, then I'll make you ruler over much. There's a process to this. There's a process. But we won't go My too much. We won't. Yeah, let's, let's, let's behave, babes. We'll, we'll, we'll to, <laughs> today's we'll today's Mother's Day. Today's Mother's Day. Right? I want to go eat. <laughs> Hallelujah. By faith. By, by faith. <laughs> By faith, <laughs> it's by faith, people. But I hope no. you guys were blessed today. Yeah, so timely, my God. Hallelujah. Let, let us know in the chat if you're blessed. Come if on, 